Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Faith Led Business Podcast. I don't know why my Instagram is being so silly. Here we go. Let's try this out. There we go. We are on day 328, and today we're going to be talking about making friends with your future, what that looks like from the standpoint of the Word of God and what it looks like to be able to just grow as a person. Yeah, the kids came over. I didn't know you guys could hear what was going on on the other side of the mic. Hmm, (laughs) that's awesome. Yes, they popped in. They seem to have uh, really loved that little vibe, that song. So I love it. I'm glad you guys like it too. I may have to change the intro to my, the actual podcast um, to add that song in because it's so fun. So today we're going to be talking about making friends with our future, what it looks like. Uh, We are moving right along tomorrow in the United States. We are celebrating Thanksgiving. So we are just so thankful that God would bring us to a time in our lives where we can truly reflect. We can be grateful for what we have, for who we are. And it's just... um, It's just super fun. It's super fun. So we are going to be taking a look today at, and by the way, feel free to sprinkle this out to your friends because I honestly believe that we will grow in not only in our business, but in our faith as well, reaching the one, reaching the one, one at a time to reach the many. And just as I had mentioned, I'll mention it again really quickly. The other day, I, um, I watched a, uh, a TV show where someone was talking about wanting to reach all of these people in a country that had 1.7 billion people. And his strategy was, I'm going to create these ministries whose goal is going to be to reach 100,000 people. Right? Thank you, Sonia, for sharing. Um, 100,000 people. And then he calculated how long it would take to reach the 1.7 billion. And it was 30,000 years. Um, Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) That's not happening. And so uh, they had to uh, reroute, redirect, uh, rethink the whole thing, scrap the whole idea. Then they made a different calculation. They said, what if I take one person and mentor them for six months and basically prepare them to be able to mentor one other person. How long then, doing the calculations, how long would it take to reach the 1.7 billion? And guess what? It was 10 years. 10 years. So don't think that what you are doing as an individual does not count because it does. Don't think that by saying, well, 
if I share this out to my audience, it's not going to be a big deal. I have a small audience or maybe my audience doesn't really care. You know what? God can do great things with one person. And so I just wanted to put that out there, not only for spreading the news about this podcast. That's not the point. It's so that you can see that your efforts are not in vain so that you can see that you can call out your customers, your people and say, you matter, you count your one voice. Is that important? It's not that what we're looking to do is not going to work until we have lots of people. Every single one counts. So I just wanted to start off with that because I think that sometimes we underestimate what we are truly able to accomplish. We do. And that's why we don't move forward. We think my voice, who's going to want to listen to me? Does it really matter? Is what I'm putting out there really going to make a difference? And let me tell you, it absolutely will. See, God gives us, and I'm going to go on a tangent now, God gives us the ability and the authority over life-giving words. So you may feel, wait, I just did this one thing. I'm going to do this one thing. But when you are saying this one thing and doing this one thing, powered by the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, it's just like that dandelion necklace, right? You don't know where the seed will land and it will cover the whole landscape in no time. That is what our life giving words and presence and commitment to what he has called us to do, even if you think it's the most random thing, something that has nothing to do with him. Guess what? It does because he is in everything. So I just want to drill that in today. I don't know who this is for, but take it. If it's for you, take it to heart and know that you matter. Know that your voice matters no matter what your business is. And you stopping yourself from moving forward in that is doing a disservice to you. It's doing a disservice to your family. It's doing a disservice to the people waiting for you on the other side of obedience. And it's doing a disservice to God because we are the example of what it looks like to be a faith led entrepreneur, not just any entrepreneur, but a faith led entrepreneur, which means I walk wherever I need to walk. I go wherever I need to go, even when I don't see what's on the other side, even when it doesn't make sense. So let's stand boldly today knowing that we are the one and that one matters and that one can make a difference that one can save so many remember yesterday i was talking about how what we're doing is generational it's not just for this season these last few months of the year for next year it's generational you are the one to bring his voice to the next generation. So let's talk about what it looks like to make friends with your future because this one thing is going to be really important. I've actually talked about this before. 
but it looks like God is bringing it back. Bringing it back because it needs to be seated and cemented into the core of our being. So here we go. Proverbs 16.3. It says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Perhaps you're looking forward to your future with excitement. Perhaps you're nervous, you're scared, you're avoidant. Either way, I want to encourage you to make a conscious choice that will help you on your faith walk. Make friends with your future. How many of you, raise your hands right now, could say that you have made friends with your future? That your future is something that you are buddies with, that you look forward to seeing, that it's not something that you dread. How do you begin making friends with your future? By making sure your relationship with the past is healthy first. It wasn't until I was willing to sever myself from wrong thinking, wrong beliefs, and past hurts that I could truly believe that God had great things waiting for me in my future. Um, when I was, when I did the, uh, the keynote talk at the Sanctuary Girl Convention, I talked about this a little bit. I know a few of you were there. <clears throat> But I'm going to bring it back because there are other people who have not heard this. Your business will only grow to the extent that you are willing to heal. Let me say that again. Your business will only grow to the extent that you are willing to heal. Business is an inside job. It truly is. If you have not pulled the trigger yet, it's because you haven't healed yet. It's because you're still carrying the weight of the past on your shoulders. Those false expectations of perfection, those um, that need of approval of others. For me, that's what it was. When I couldn't pull the trigger, years ago on what God had asked me to do, it was, but wait, if it's not perfect, they might, might not like it. Therefore, I'm not going to get their approval. Therefore, it's not happening until it looks this certain way so that I can get their approval. And during that talk, I mentioned this example and it will show you you can see if you're still there it's really interesting that he's bringing this back because i did mention this months ago there was a uh, a woman who was making a lot of money in her business six figures that's that's a good amount yet she could never seem to get past that cap and she couldn't understand why she said, maybe it's that I don't know how to budget. Maybe it's that I don't know how to budget. So she went and she hired a budgeting coach, a money coach. And she said, Here, here's all my paperwork. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. 
And the money coach sat her down and said, hold on, before I look at the paperwork, let's have a chat. Let's have a little one-on-one -on -one time first. And she sat her down and she started asking her questions about her past. She started asking her questions about moments in her life where she had made a decision about who she was going to be or who she was not going to be. And interestingly enough, the conversation took them to when she was in junior high. And when she was in junior high, you know how when you're in elementary school, you have this little group of friends that will all end up going to the same junior high. And you're happy with that, right? At least I know somebody in this new school. Well, she had that. But then when you're in the new school, there are other people who start coming into that little circle. So she made friends with a few new people. But as these new people came into the circle, there was one girl who said, ooh, what kind of shoes are you wearing? Those aren't Reeboks. Those are Weeboks. And what ended up happening? Of course, she was mortified. Junior high. Any of you remember that time? <laughs> she just wanted to, like, the earth to swallow her up. And from that moment on, she said, never again will I let anyone make fun of me for what I don't have. She went on to graduate. She, went to, she got her degrees. She started a very successful business. Yet she could never keep her money. So they started looking at where she was spending money. Well, this lady had the latest furniture, the latest clothes, the latest car. Everything was the latest. Because she never wanted to have in her possession an imitation. Where did that come from? It came from junior high. <clears throat> and the moment that she was able to realize that that's where her actions were coming from, it was mind-blowing for her. She was able to immediately course correct because she says, that's not me anymore. I'm not that junior high person, even though my actions are saying this, but I know that's not who I am supposed to be. We need to stop this now. I know what my future is calling me to be. So I need to create a separation. I need to cut the cord from who I was then to who I am supposed to be. And from then on, her business just exploded. And this is why I will often say, if you want to be able to move on to the next thing, go back to the last thing that God told you to do. Be obedient to the last thing that God told you to do. We want to make friends with our future. I bet some of us here have not even bothered to dream about the future. 
Some of you are living so in the present that you don't even have a goal or a plan or a vision for your future. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't have a vision for the future, how are others supposed to adopt your vision? See, you are all called by God to lead a movement in your specific area. But the only way to create a movement is to have people adopt your same vision, to have people jump on board with those same ideas. Yes, I understand you. Yes, I get it. I want to be part of this. I want to spread the word. Like those of you who have shared this live broadcast, you have adopted the vision because you see it as important enough to not only my audience hear about it, but yours as well. Do you see? Do you see how that comes to play? And so your future right now is calling you. Who is holding you back? Is it your 13-year-old self? Is it someone else? Why are you continuing to say that nobody will listen to you or buy from you? This is an inside job. This is a complete issue around self-worth. And it has nothing to do with obedience. It has everything to do with self. And while that may hurt to hear that, because we're good people, we don't see ourselves as selfish. We're awesome people. And we want to bring out the long list, the long list of things that I've done and I will continue to do in the way I've helped people and how I'm even just a positive influence. And that's all well and good, but it actually means nothing if your actions are not in alignment with what he told you to do. And if he has called you to be an entrepreneur and he gave you an idea, either something that you came up with or someone else brought to the table for you, he's expecting you to move into your future. He's expecting you to move into that. And so today is a day of thanksgiving because it's, this word is giving us an opportunity to think deeper, to go deeper. Because when we're able to spot it and we're able to call out the enemy in these areas of our lives from our, from our past, it unlocks the door literally to freedom, literally to our future. Freedom, why? Because it's no longer about what people will say. It's no longer about the approval. Now it's about, I dare not, I dare not be disobedient to the last thing God told me to do. I dare not. 
I don't want to miss out on the miracles. I don't want to miss out on the blessings. And I don't want it on my conscience to miss out and have regrets about not serving and touching the people that were waiting for my obedience to activate. You thought you just wanted your little business to, you know, make a little extra money here and there, pay a few bills, do this and that. I'm here to tell you, my friend, this is bigger than that. Your future is so much bigger than that. So much bigger. And he's waiting for you to be able to see that. And the only way that you're going to be able to see that is by being willing to heal. He is the great healer is the awesome news. Jehovah Rapha, he is here. He will cover you. He will make those things disappear. But you have to be willing to spend time with him to be able to hear him. Once again, like Sabrina told me the other day, it's awesome that obedience is the new key word here. But you can't be obedient if you don't hear, if you can't hear him. And so there is a prerequisite to that obedience so that you can unlock the map to your future. It's being able to hear him. And how do you hear him? By making it a priority to spend time with him. By making it a priority to immerse yourself in a new way of being, in a new way of life. Where he is the priority and everything else flows from there. Now, because I have made the decision to be obedient in my business, doesn't mean that all the areas of my life are perfect. They are far from it. There's a lot of stuff that I'm working on behind the scenes that I have still yet to conquer. Habits, ways of being, priorities, so many different things. So many different things. But I had to start here because this is the foundation. He is the foundation for me to be able to go ahead and change the things in the other areas of my life. If not, it's a constant struggle. If not, I'll be stuck living in the present and no longer looking forward to my future, no longer walking towards it, no longer even like thinking about it. All I can think about is the here and now and if it sucks or if it's amazing, whatever it is, but I am just here. And God is saying, I want you to think bigger. Why? Because I am bigger. I am bigger than the little box that you have here that tells you what you're capable of. I have placed a mantle on you, entrepreneurs. to be the leadership, to be the leadership. And if you've never been a leader, 
if you've always been a follower, I want to just break that off of you right now. Except for being a follower of Jesus. That you can keep. But being a follower of man is perhaps the reason why you can't even see your future. Because one person will tell you go this way, another person will tell you go this way, and you're just all over the place, and you're spreading yourself out wide instead of forward. So we don't, we don't want to be followers anymore. We want to be entrepreneurs who will say, I've been told to cross this wilderness. I've been told to cross the Jordan and move into the promised land. Are there giants? Are there giants where we're going? Absolutely. Is there a minefield where I am to put my feet? Absolutely. But he's giving you the map. But the only way you can read your map clearly so that you don't fall on those landmines is by letting go and being willing to be healed from your past. Being willing to move on. Just move forward. Say, enough is enough. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this life that I have created for myself because I've chosen to believe the wrong God. Right now, if you are stuck, you are in the hands of the wrong lowercase g God. Let's go and move into a place of expansion, a place of growth, a, a place of renewal, a place of redemption with the one and true God who will fulfill and satisfy every single need that you have as an entrepreneur and those people he's calling you to serve. So let's go ahead and let's pray this day in and let's make sure that we are willing to make a pause here and self-reflect and see where we have not cut the cord yet and be willing to get the scissors out and do it. Be willing to get the scissors out. I remember with my first set of twins, um, Jared, who's very queasy around needles and all of that, my husband, um, he did it fine, no problem. The twins came out, he even cut their cord. He cut the cord. And it was amazing. He had that experience. And then the second set of twins came, Zach and Lily, and we, uh, it was an emergency C-section, the only C-section out of all my eight kids that I had had. So it was a different experience. He got to see the whole thing, right? And first, Lily came out, and they said, oh, it's a girl. <laughs> and... He didn't cut the cord there. He said, I'm going down. <laughs> and he basically passed out into a chair. They rolled him out of the room 
gave him apple juice and crackers and I was like, excuse me, uh, I still have one in here that needs to be taken out. All the nurses were tending to him. I'm just like, uh, hello, hello, help. <laughs> what is it going to take for us to not get queasy at cutting the cord? Who do we need to be to be able to stand upright in the face of crazy sights and crazy things and still be willing to know who we are in Christ more than what the world is telling us who we are? Tell me in the comments, cut the cord. Cut the cord. That is the word for today. Cut the cord. We have been fed long enough from the wrong food. It's time, if you want to make friends with your future, it's time to cut the cord. So let's pray. Let's pray because we're going to need some help with this. This is something that we've been holding on for a long time, yet God says, I can make you new in one second. You don't need the thousand hours of therapy. If I choose, which is not wrong, by the way, but if he chooses, if he chooses, he can do it in one second for you and you are able to move on. And I want you to trust and believe in him for that. Enough of the past. Enough. We're tired of it. A new year is coming. Yeah, this year has been interesting to say the least. But there is absolutely nothing you can tell me that God is not ready to do amazing things in your life. I'm here to stand up for you. I'm here to vouch for you. I'm here for you to hear it over and over and over again. It's like I've got this big hammer and I'm just this is my flower hammer. I've got this big hammer and I'm just hammering you with it. Why? Why? Because I've got my scissors here. It's time to cut the cord. Literally and figuratively. In your mind, in your body, in your heart, in your soul. Enough is enough. Today is the day to say enough is enough. I'm not willing to go one more day with my 13-year-old self or my spouse, ex-spouse or my ex-friend or whoever or my parents, whoever it may be, being the owners of my business, being the ones who run my business. I'm tired of other people running my business. It's time for me to be the CEO of my business. This is how I choose to be. This is who I choose to be. If you can't get yourself to heal from the past, you're letting others run your business. A business that God has ordained you specifically to run. We don't have time for that. Get your business back. Get it back today. There's no time for it. So here we go. Father God, we are just thankful 
that you are pressuring us in a good way because we know that pressure makes diamonds. You're pressuring us to make decisions, to make life-transforming, life-lasting decisions. And you're pushing us to be the actual owners and CEOs of our businesses. You're pushing us to a place of faith where we have no desire to even be part of the negative parts of our past. We can use them as examples. We can use it as motivation. But we will never again use it as a label to determine who we are or who we will be. We are choosing today to make friends with our future, to see you, to see the big vision of what you have in your plan for us, to see the big vision of what you have for others through us. We are tired of walking around the same mountain. You're saying it's time to cross the river. And today, Lord, we are willing to do that. Today, we are no longer allowing the enemy to hold on to our curtail so we just cannot move forward. We are ready to stomp his head and move forward in your name. We will no longer let fear be our barrier. Let fear be our wall. Let fear be our stronghold. We are just moving and looking to you, Lord. Here we come. Here we come, Lord. I am so excited to see everyone moving towards you today. Here we come. There's no going back. There's nothing that can hold us back from your mercy, from your forgiveness, from your love, from your glory, from your redemption, from your victory. Here we come, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys. Well, thank you for hanging out with me. I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday on Techie Tuesday, I wasn't able to come back online. It got so busy that... Um, that it just didn't happen. So today I will be posting for you a techie tutorial, a techie tip. We won't call it techie Tuesday. We'll call it just techie tip day. And um, so be on the lookout for that. I will let you guys know. And if you are not yet part of the text squad, I want to, if I can find my cursor here, goodness, I need my glasses. Uh, the number to be part of the text squad where you are getting notifications of when I come on live, you just come to uh, send me a text. Say, hey, hey, Monica, 1-408-539-9611. And I will be sending you text, little motivation, whatever you need, whatever God inspires me to do in the moment. I'll just send it over to you. And if you choose to respond, it comes straight to me. Nobody else sees it. It's not like a group chat or anything. It's an actual text between you and me. So uh, be part of the text squad. What are you waiting for? 408-539-9611. All right, guys, have a fantastic day. I'm off to another meeting, which I'm 20 minutes late to. Oops. And um, I will be seeing you soon. Take care. God bless everybody.